and welcome to Global Solutions 2, Podcast 7, The Transformation Matrix. Let's start by just discussing what we mean by the transformation matrix. Well, we've been looking at different ways that we can transform society. What are the mechanisms of transformation? So one of them would be running campaigns about an issue for which you need activists, speakers, thought leaders, people who work on research, people who work on the legal side, the policy side, people who are creative and create art or design or are good at advocacy and speaking, people who work on the whole range of different areas. It might be plastic waste, it might be pollution, it might be that their focus is the fashion industry, it could be reforming business, running a social enterprise. It could be working within science and technology to develop new forms of material that are much better for the environment or forms of packaging and wrapping that break down and don't do damage to the environment and survive for three or 400 years in the environment like plastics do. There's this network of individuals working in different ways, different levels of society, forming different roles and functions, all of which combined create the transformation matrix. And of course, one of the big ones within all of that is working on the political side. There's political implications. Whenever we look at an issue, there's always the politics of it. There's always the political campaigning and push in order to change the way that we deal with that particular issue, maybe by changing attitudes, by education, by raising awareness, by making us aware of the paradigm that underlies everything that we do or causes the systemic problems that we've been analyzing through the Global Solutions course. So the transformation matrix is made up of people playing all these different roles. So included in the module this week, you'll see in the slide presentation, there are lots of links to different people thought leaders, speakers, campaigners, activists, people who are working on environmental law, on the legal side of any campaign, who are doing fundamental research to generate the kind of information statistics that is necessary for any campaign. Every campaign needs to be supported by the facts and by the reliable information that backs up everything that the campaign is saying about an issue or everything that it's advocating for and why it's advocating for it. Solid research and information is also a very important component. So you'll find in the slide presentation links to speakers, thought leaders, individuals who are playing all these different types of roles, supporting a campaign on the range of different issues that we've been looking at in the Global Solutions course. We pay particular attention to thought leaders. If you look at transformation in society historically, then there's always an originator, a thought leader, a writer, a speaker, who is bringing attention to an issue or forms part of a collection of people 
who are really shining a light on an aspect of society that could be very fundamental, such as the way that it's organized politically. It could be about the way that industrialization is happening, the rights of workers, the conditions in factories. It could be philosophical in terms of emphasizing the rights of all people, the equality of all people. It could be working on a constitution. It could be overthrowing the control, the thought control of political organizations, religious organizations, anything that is holding people back, denying them their basic human rights, not giving them opportunity for progress in their life, all the things that we've talked about in terms of the essentials for living so that we can be self-sufficient, so that we can have clean water, enough to eat, a place to live, the opportunity for education, the opportunity to express ourselves, to realize our ambitions and our full potential, basically what every human around the world wants. So we test society, we look at society at any given time and we ask that question. Is this being provided for everyone around me? Is it being provided for everybody in my country? Is it being provided for people in other countries? Is this the situation for every living human being around the world? And of course the grand answer fundamentally to that is no, both in our own countries and other countries and for everybody around the world. We know through looking at these issues in the Global Solutions courses that there are fundamental imbalances, that we don't have a sustainable way of working with the planet as yet, that we don't have a situation where everybody has enough of what they need and self-sufficiency. So throughout history, there's been major transformational movements and all those movements have needed leaders have needed people to think about these things, to think about the alternatives for how society can be run and organized. And that even starts with how we think about ourselves, how we understand what we are, what human beings are, what potential they have. Do you think that we are subject to the control of higher forces over our life? Do you think we need to obey those higher forces and what they tell us about how we should live or how we shouldn't live, what we should do, what we shouldn't do, which is most often handed on to us as a child. And we are told that this is God's will, divine will, has come through the Bible, the Torah, the Hindu scriptures, wherever the source is. It could be from many different sources around the world, depending on where you're born and what culture you're born into, we are told so many things about what we are and how we should live and the whole aspect of fate, destiny, divine will. But of course, what is true of any of it? Well, we're guided by partly by what we're told, what we learn, what our parents tell us, what we are educated, the religion that we're born into, the social context that we're born into, which we, we've talked about before, in unity and diversity. And then because we are intelligent, imaginative, creative, we can have our own thoughts, our own ideas, our own thinking about these things. Things that we maybe we think, yes, I accept that, that conforms with my experience. I see that, I understand it, I accept it. Or maybe we think, no, that doesn't feel right to me, that doesn't conform with my experience. 
I'm not attracted to those ideas and those ideologies, as often they are. And in fact, I'm attracted to something else. I elect, I elect to follow a different path, to think differently, to have a different religion or spirituality, or find my own or have none. All these are possible futures for us that we can decide on. We may feel that everything is fate, that our destiny is controlled, that we are subject to the forces of karma, to a fate that's predetermined, or we might reject all of that and say, no, actually, none of that is true. None of that is provable. None of that is confirmed by my personal experience. We decide for ourselves. We place ourselves wherever we want to be. But we are obviously influenced by the context that we're in and what we're exposed to as we're growing up and then throughout our life. So this is the quest. This is the journey for all of us. Within that, change has come about within society. Transformation has come about because of thought leaders, because of the people who said, well, here is the alternative. This is how I think about this. Why don't you consider these new ideas about how we organize politically, how we organize society, how we think about humanity, the universal nature of humanity, how we might liberate ourselves from ideas perpetuated that make hierarchies of the world and of people in it. And maybe we would reject that and say, no, we're all equal. We're all born equal. We all should have equal opportunity and so on. Of course, there have been great movements in that direction. Maybe it's not fully realized around the entire world. Well, clearly it isn't. And that's not the freedom that a large number of people enjoy and experience around the world. And then there's a lot of countries where it's a mixed picture. So thought leaders are very important because we need people who will shake things up, who will question, who will come up with different models for how we can organize ourselves, how we can organize businesses, how we can apply science and technology, how we can develop new science and technology that really has less damage to the environment, uses resources much more sustainably, create regenerative models for agriculture. All these different things come about because of people working on them, talking about them, being thought leaders, speakers, advocates. And then if you think about all the different roles that you can play within that, all the different possibilities, researcher, working on policy, working in the political sphere, writing about an issue, speaking about an issue, all this together forms the transformation matrix. It's this transformation matrix that brings about fundamental change in society, that creates progress on any of the issues that we've been looking at that moves society to be able to address a fundamental problematic paradigm. For instance, the economic paradigm that is using the world's resources unsustainably. And we've looked at all the other associated issues to do with climate change, unsustainable use of resources, unequal access to resources, vast inequalities in wealth just to mention a few. So we need to change the fundamental paradigms that are the cause of all these issues around the world. No one person is going to do that. 
thought leaders, thinkers, creativity, new ideas, new technologies that all have a role to play. Because the issues of our day are so fundamental, so extensive, it is the transformation matrix that has the opportunity, the chance, and is really the only way for fundamental change to come about. All these issues are interconnected as we've seen, and it really will take that collective effort of everybody working at all these different roles in all these different ways to fundamentally turn things around and move in a direction that is sustainable, that doesn't trash our planet and looks after the whole of humanity and provides what the whole of humanity needs for life, living and thriving. I believe we all have a role to play in that and that this is not something that any of us can turn away from, really. We have to always find our own way with it. And hopefully, by looking at the thought leaders that we've selected out, playing roles in different parts of the transformation matrix, this provides inspiration, knowledge, and ideas about how we can all support this moving forward, be a part of it, and actually bring about these positive change and transformation in the world around us and address the global issues of our time.